Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. everybody to Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphino. We're your partners in wine, crime, and time. And it's interesting. Well, I was going to say it was interesting, Sarah, because last week our recording was a blur to me because I was coming off of BravoCon. And I was <laughs> going to say this week would be for you because you're coming off your birthday, but you yes. had a recharging birthday. So I think it's we're both so mentally okay we're, we're fine. I, <laughs> I had like two like craft cocktails. Uh. And was in bed by like 10 o'clock. So, now, I mean. <laughs> I believe the children of the future. That is heaven. That is that is magic. It was great. So, no. Normally, I feel like I'd be still recovering from a Saturday <laughs> birthday on Tuesday. But, you know, I, I don't hate not living that life anymore. Oh, it is so good to retire. It's something Tom Brady <laughs> should do. And we don't have to talk about that now because <laughs> thankfully he's not a criminal. At least I don't think so. But now it's also like I'm recovering from it being cloudy out. Like it's giving, like I have sinus head. Like I don't need to like ha- get headaches from anything else because the world just brings them to me. It's so true. Like every time the weather changes a bit, I get sick. And the weather yes! in New York is just like summer, winter, summer, winter. So I'm like, cool. I'm just going to be perpetually with a cold until March, I suppose. Oh. Like, <laughs> No, that's what I've come to terms with. We're in a lavender <laughs> haze, as Taylor Swift would say. Shout out to all the Swifties who pause midnights for an hour to listen to this. We really appreciate that. Oh my God, uh, seriously. It's a struggle for do. me to pause it to talk for an hour. So <laughs> I know. To talk about anything other than midnights. Yes. I feel the person that we are talking about today, though, Taylor Swift would write a song about. Oh, like 100%. I you mean, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, this is great. I mean, Shouts out to, I literally just found this on Twitter. This is why I never get off my phone. Sarah sent me, she was like, oh, I got a great new case from, and she'll tell you the Twitter account name. And I was like, Sarah, where? What? Oh. It's when you realize that your like FYP page is so different yep. from other people's. I was like, where did you find this Twitter account? But now I follow it. I'm obsessed with it. So please I, let everybody know yes. what the account is. Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, this is how I know Twitter like knows me too well. I don't know which one of my friends liked this, but I was like, oh, immediately. It's from a Twitter account called Whores of Yore. So shout <laughs> yes. out to them. <laughs> they're verified. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, they're doing better than all of us. Oh, yeah. The Whores of Yore. And it's like, it's your Y-O-R-E, so it's like the past. It is really, really amazing. And it's based in the UK, so I'm already obsessed with them. 
No, it's based here. Oh, the account? Oh. No, the account is United. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. Sorry. The case that. is based, yes, but the uh the account is it's an educational account from the United Kingdoms. <laughs> and they got some cool art. I mean, like, can I buy something from them? I mean, we'll see. I'm so into it. I'm into fall is when I spend money to feel. So uh whores of yours. Oh, yeah. If you got a Poshmark or whatever, let me know. <laughs> that would be anyway. amazing. <laughs> So shouts out to Horse of Yore, who basically gave me the tip for this. And also Milwaukee Magazine and Atlas Obscura uh, got a lot of this info from. Um, but I don't even know, like, it's the story of this woman. I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like the wildest affair ever. It's truly crazy. Really just goes to show. I, I was maybe pro- I was gonna say shit was different. Uh, like the, 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 the crime stories in the 1880s. It's a different, it's a different crime. But I guess this could, this probably yeah. does happen now. So I am just saying, but this is, we're going back to the 1880s for this one. Yeah, we are taking it way, way back. <laughs> we kept um, on doing recent Netflix documentaries. And we're like, you know what? Let's go yeah. before Netflix existed. Let's exactly. It was this for like H.H. Holmes and there was, that Wikipedia page was too long. And then that article about like, why, why are people saying Meghan Markle? I don't get, I like, they say she's related. I'm like, I don't think, is she? Is that why? Because I just Googled H.H. Holmes because I was doing trivia. Meghan Markle kept on popping up for me. And I was like, yes, yeah, she does. She did pop up. I tweeted about it on um, NATC pod on Twitter. Like I just screenshotted it. The results when you Google H.H. Holmes is two like black and white drawings of him, Meghan Markle, two more black and white drawings. And I'm like, what happened here? Yeah, I'm just blaming the British tablets for that because I have no clue. I mean, clue. that's I literally no, yeah. what I just assumed. I assumed it was like somebody trolling, to be honest. Yeah, okay, um, yeah. But who knows? But maybe we'll do that like in a couple of weeks. But for now, we're going to we're gonna take you guys back to 1880. Hello, Dolly. Hello, Dolly. Yes, our girl Dolly, born Walburga Korschel in Germany. And honestly, I, I get why she chose a nickname for this. I'm sorry. No, that's well, also, especially when you like moving everything that I feel like this probably like if when like in America, someone's like, oh, my name's Walburga. They're like, mm, we're going to call you Dolly. Yeah. Ellis Island like, was oh, like, no. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I, I mean, she probably knew. Yeah, she, she was alive long enough. Dolly Parton is a great person to share a name with. So exactly. <laughs> so she grew up poor on a farm in the Midwest. Then in her early 20s, she married Fred Osterick who owned an apron factory. Okay, marrying up. Honestly, because it's always, like, I'm like, everybody has an apron. I mean, I don't, it's true. I don't cook, but everybody buys, you know what I mean? I yes, don't. that's smart. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I also love that, like, you know, they make one thing, they stick to it, they make it well. Oh, it's so impressive, because everybody now tries to do 500 things, and I'm like, you're good at two of those. Yep. Fred, I make aprons. We, and yes. that's what I do. <laughs> and if you want something else, go to Todd. Like, I don't know what to tell <laughs> go you. Go to Todd. But I'm Fred, and I'm, I'm Fred. doing the aprons. Yes, he has so, such self-awareness with him. Yes. So they settled in Milwaukee, but they were not happy. Fred worked hard, played hard. In other words, he had a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> it also, I mean, like, I'm like, isn't that just the 1800s? I'm like, when yeah. they were like, oh, water's contaminated, here's bourbon. Like, straight but up. <laughs> Fred probably took it to the next level. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like you can't say you work hard, play hard when you're like coming home and drinking by yourself. Like that's just that is some problem. truth. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I feel like they were this kind of like odd couple. Like he was gruff and demanding; she was like bubbly and charismatic. Yeah. You know, Beauty and the Beast tales all this time, whatever. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so then in 1913, Dolly, who was 26 at the time, met. Then 17-year-old Otto uh, Sanhuber, yikes, who was a sewing machine repairman. 
You don't love and that uh, age. It's, I, I do not like that age no. gap. I do not like that. And Otto often worked at the factory. The apron. And yeah. See, this is this is where the the labor laws were. You're like 17 <laughs> working in a factory. Yeah, like what? Well, and like while your boss was just like chugging bourbon at ten, it's like what is going yeah. on here? Yes, and, um, it's, yeah. it's truly it's truly feeling very <laughs> early 1900s. And I don't know for like the five people who might know this song, it's really also giving me already that "Don't You Want Me, Baby" song from like the 80s, where it's like you were working as a waitress in oh, a yes. cocktail, right? Oh, my God. I need to play that you after midnight. You were working as a repairman in the apron, <laughs> the apron factory. Shop. That's not yeah. good. That's not good. Apron shop. In that's 1913. Better. Yeah. Pretty much. Good mental math there. Remember when we started the saying, no, we're both in a really good place mentally. And now it's doing this and we're singing. Honestly, singing is joy. So we'll go on with that. Yes, yes. And so Dolly was like into auto. So Oy. she asked Fred to have him come work on their home sewing machine. I'm like, Dolly, you little minx. Because also this was, I mean, everything aside, you can't, it's not like you could DM someone or follow them on Instagram back <laughs> no. then. You had to, and like, it, you can't just be like, Oh, like my AC is not working. AC didn't exist. You had to be like, she probably threw her sewing machine on the ground. Was like, my sewing machine's <laughs> right? a little uh, on the fritz. I know, because I feel like normally you could just be like, oh, it's not working. But Fred probably knows his way around a singer. You know, he's probably like, you didn't thread <laughs> the needle. That's so true. He was too drunk to do it. So I guess yeah, that, that also maybe yeah. that maybe that too. <laughs> and this is just a quote from Milwaukee Magazine because I don't want to have to say this in my own words. It is said she greeted San Huber at the door in nothing more than stockings, a slinky robe, and a smile. Yeesh. And a smile. You're never fully a, dressed without a smile. Uh, yeah, for real. She took that literally. <laughs> yes. And um, their affair, they they began an affair. Oh, um, it's giving Mrs. Obviously. Robinson the graduate. Yeah, it's not good. Not good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and at first they started meeting up in hotels, but eventually they were like, ah, whatever. And Otto started coming <laughs> over. But the thing is, like, they weren't very good about being secretive, and Fred figured out that they were having an affair. Also because the neighbors started noticing this guy coming over a lot, and they thought it was Dolly's vagabond half-brother. Oh, because that's what she, she, that was, like, her, like, ruse to try to make them, yes. like, be less on her. She's like, oh, that's just, you know, my vagabond. And, like, yeah, imagine, exactly. like, like, just, like, saying that to your neighbor, oh, that's just my vagabond half-brother. What? <laughs> my vagabond like, half-brother. I know, yeah, right? Like uh, We all have one of those. <laughs> What the fuck are you talking about? I know. I think I got to start describing people as vagabonds. A vagabond. It's a good word. And like a flaneur. Because that's like if you feel like any person who's like, like maybe you quit your job or you don't know what's going on and you're like parents or friends. Like, what are you doing? Just say, I'm a flaneur. I mean, just a person. Yeah, French. And then unemployed. (laughs) It's French for the people at Soho House. Yeah. (laughs) So true. So Dolly like promised that she'd end the affair, but instead, this is <laughs> the craziest part. She convinced Otto to quit his job and move into their attic secretly. That's the part that really threw me. It yeah. uh, secretly in the at- like. How do you? <laughs> what? Yeah, no. I who would agree to that? Especially because all he had in the attic was a cot, some books, and like a bucket and maybe a desk. Oh. Like, that's not a life that I want to live. I don't care how good the sex is. Yeah, we all know the bucket, yeah. it's, it's, it's not for, you know, like, collecting seashells. It's the, it's the toilet. Collecting seashells. And then also, then it's just, you're in an attic. I mean, I guess that's also what I always forget. Whenever I, that's why I could never get into Downton Abbey and all those shows, because whenever I watch any of that, all I think of is, how bad does it all smell right now? <laughs> they had no right, air. Right, no plumbing. No, no plumbing. 
no, like, I, like the most I had were like fresh like daisies or lilies to kind of get the scents going or lavender. Everything <laughs> just stunk. And I mean, oh, God. Gross. And the doctors would wear like the mask with the beak. I don't know if I'm in the wrong time period. I'm in Venice <laughs> now, you guys. <laughs> You're like in all. You're like in all the people who cut hair was also they had a long knife into right, this sweet They, they cut your head yeah. off and yeah. they put it in a meat grinder. <laughs> the worst pies uh, in London. Yeah. Um. Also, apparently, like Otto had no family, but still, like, still, I'm just kind of like, you really had nothing better to do. I know. Okay. Well, also, I feel like it almost like okay, she's the boss's wife too, and like it's his True. job. Like he he kind of was like cornered by this family. Well, I guess maybe honestly I shouldn't knock this system because he got very into writing Pulp Fiction and by 1918 mm. uh, he'd been living in the attic for five years and published some of his books under a pen name. So maybe you know, I need to lock myself in an <laughs> attic so I can write a book. Uh, I was going to say, how many books have we written? Exactly. <laughs> that's, uh, that's just what I need. I need to lock myself with no distractions, not even a toilet. Yeah, just a bucket <laughs> just and a, a cot. I, like, I, I feel even like, yeah. But you know what? Okay, shout out to Otto. Yeah. <laughs> In a sense, I guess. In a sense. Eh? So while he was uh, writing up a storm, Fred started to feel like something, something was up in his home. He, uh, he put down the, bo- the bottle and was like putting two and two together. <laughs> he was noticing like food was disappearing. And I feel like there's only so many times Dolly could be like, oh, I gave it to a dog outside or like oh, i was hungry for a snack and he also was hearing weird noises from the attic uh don't know what all those noises entail Could that's just, creepy but i think she kept saying cot. it was like animals or something yeah. i don't know also back then it was i would, I would just been like oh it's a ghost <laughs> or i'd be like it's christ like what are you talking about that's the christ in the yeah what do you, what do you the mean the holy spirit it's the holy spirit fred do you not believe <laughs> the early 1900s fred Here's also where they got a little extra messy, I would say. Yeah. His cigars started to go missing. <laughs> and if you ever walk by a cigar, there's sometimes like you walk by a cigar parlor. What do people who are sipping liquor love more than to also inhale a cigar? So right, so you don't inhale a cigar. I don't really know how cigars work. But uh, it, yeah. I feel like those are his pride and joy. And also, I'm, I feel like they're not like of a plenty, like back then especially. Like He probably had like a few cigars that he would get if every year or not there. Sorry to clock those. <laughs> I mean, Dolly, she kind of, uh, she, I, there's also a thing. Could she be the original gaslighter? I don't know. I was going to say gaslight gatekeep girl boss. She was doing <laughs> yeah, it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a short gaslight gatekeep girl boss? That really. I, it's got to be like a mug on Etsy at least. It has to be somewhere. Um, but she kept on being like, oh my God, you're crazy. And also you're drinking too much. And you're stressed, so you're, like, now hallucinating all of these things, and I don't even know what you're saying. She's like, your cigars aren't missing. What do you mean? Oh, man. That's so bad. Doll! 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 Oh. Sheesh. So in 1918, which I also, I think that was the last time the Red Sox won something until very recently. Yeah, until they won. I, won this yeah, I feel like World that's Series. The curse. That sounds right. Because I remember they would always like. I remember going to Yankees games. They would shout nineteen eighteen, and I was like, "Is this yes. fucking history class?" And I'd be like, "Oh, it's something to shit on Boston." And I was like, "I'm yeah. in." <laughs> no offense to Boston. I actually don't mind Boston, but when you're when you're a kid and there's something you can shout at a game, you don't know what's going on. You're gonna shout it. <laughs> but yeah, 
yeah, so in 1918, he opened up a new factory in Los Angeles. The aprons were going to Hollywood. Literally. I Uh, mean, so... Actually, sort of, no, because it's like Milwaukee is (laughs) not the coast. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, his Instagram bio is Milwaukee, pin, LA, pin. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And then like Germany too. And he's like, you weren't born here. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, All that stuff. Not all who wander are lost. (laughs) So there's a new factory in LA and Fred wanted to move out there. Dolly said, of course. Oh, let's go to Los Angeles. Okay, I love, she's like, I love the coast. You know, I love the movies. I love the the moving pictures. But I have one request. This new house needs an attic. Yeah, that's oddly Mm. specific. Very, very specific. And I also don't know I mean, I guess attics are very common, but I don't know back then. Because why would you build extra store? Like, but I, I would assume a basement would be more common than an attic. But I guess you couldn't drill down as much. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know just why like it had faction. to be an attic. And you're right, not a basement or just right? some other secret room. But okay, this but is not she, subtle at all. <laughs> she wanted an attic, so they bought a new house. And Otto went to live there before Dolly and Fred moved in. So Fred wouldn't be the wise. That is like wild like he just went ahead and and like posted up in the attic <laughs> and like with i'm sure like no food or what just just his bucket him his bucket oh, and his 25 point. published books on <laughs> the train and they're like what are you in la for uh it's kind of a funny story yeah <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so he he got over there he hopped in a little bit early before any of the fam came through but they also weren't happy out there Fred was drinking a little bit more. The couple was having fights. It got turning a little violent. I mean, LA is a stressful place. And also <laughs> you're not you're not in Milwaukee anymore. It's like when you you know you there's a lot more going on there. I'm sure I can assume, because it's a larger city, there's more bars and more debauchery that Fred could bear witness to to be able to have a little f- more in his cups, as my mom says sometimes when somebody's drunk. And I'm like, what is that <laughs> phrase? She's like, oh, he was a little in his cups last night. I'm like, the, the Stanley Cup? Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> she said that recently, and I was like, what do you mean? But uh, <laughs> that's what she refers to. So Fred was in his cups. That's not funny. It's like, in my feelings? No, in my cups. <laughs> Wait, the new Drake song. Oh, my God. I mean, exactly. he has a new album coming out, so or it'll be out already. So th- they, were, they were having a little more fights, and things were getting a little... Not all was good in the household. And so it, it all kind of culminates on this night in August of 1922. And the actual events are kind of disputed just because of like obvious bias uh, from who's telling this story. Yeah. But we do know for sure is and also, by the way, it's been like 10 years. It's been like nine years at this point since Otto has moved into their various attics. You, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Right. Wait, that's yeah, actually. Yeah. 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 1913 was their first like tryst. So. That's a long ass time to live in an attic. <laughs> then again, I live in New York City. So oh, wait, I'm like actively in a studio apartment that I'm sure is not even as big as the attic of these houses. <laughs> right. As long as you have room for a bucket, you're good. Uh, <laughs> my buckets. I'm in his buckets. <laughs> Fred was in his cups. I'm in my buckets. Yeah. So here's what we do know is that on August 22nd, 1922, Fred was shot and killed three times by his 25 caliber pistol and died in his living room. There's also some debate about like whose gun it was because some people said that that's such a small pistol that it's like a woman's gun, but that seems like kind of such an American <laughs> this thing is to like, say. Like, this is literally such how like Walmart advertised guns for kids. Like, that's a woman's gun. Like, the right. fuck does it's, that even mean? Is it mean? pink? Yeah. 
It's, you know, it's like, it's pink tax. It's like, why is it $28 more? Oh, because it's light. It's like rose gold. Great. But now it's really given Chicago, they both reach for the gun. Exactly. This is a very musical. Oh, yeah. Movie. It's already a You're musical right. episode. Yeah. This would be a great musical. Somebody should write it. Wait. Let's call okay. Lynn Manuel. Going in my attic. I don't need Lynn. But <laughs> we'll go Cindy Lopper. Kinky Boots. Okay, again. yes. I did love Kinky Boots, so I'm very yes. Yes. Oh. It was great. Okay. Um, so Dolly and Otto then tried to stage a burglary. So Otto locked her in a closet and took Fred's diamond watch. Which I wanted. I didn't know diamond watches were a thing. Yeah, I know. He's balling. Um, then this is what I don't get. Because Otto went back up to the attic. Like, why would you not get out of the house? There's, there's no, remember, fingerprinting isn't a thing. DNA isn't a thing. It just kind of, well, this happened. Yeah, yeah I'm like, you could be found in the house. Yeah. But he wasn't. I don't know. Because then, like, Dolly started screaming so loud that some neighbors would call the cops. And at first, nobody doubted the story or checked the attic, which, again, I don't understand, like, how... What? They just, like, literally walk... I guess they just, like, walked they in. They walk like, in. They walk out. This is out. the crime scene. Well, Seems yeah. good. Like, crazy. Time for lunch. <laughs> yeah. So, like, people believe the story at first. So, Dolly inherited Fred's money, and she bought herself a new home with an attic. Interesting. Again. Interesting. And like, of course, at this point, there was no need to hide Otto in the attic, but their relationship at this point had kind of turned into this like dominant submission thing. Like for Otto, because this was just what he was been forced to do for years and like move or everything like that. So I, I like, I totally believe that that happened. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely feels abusive, um, yeah. especially because he was, was a 17. teenager. Yeah. Yeah. And Otto would later tell a jury he became Dolly's sex slave. I mean, this is pretty. This feels like very classic yeah. and also very extreme grooming. What happens next does not feel classic. It makes Dolly, you're just like, Dolly, what the fuck are you doing? Literally. So she also begins an affair with her lawyer, Herman Shapiro. Um, and, and this kind of is where like she messes up her own situation. <laughs> you know what? When you start fucking, you, <laughs> you start fucking up your story. Yeah, she did. Just, she did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she gave Herman Fred's diamond watch, the one that no. was supposedly stolen during the burglary. <laughs> D D D no D B D dumb bitch Dolly what why <laughs> what, what the, the the watch is supposed to be gone I'm yeah. shocked she didn't sell it for more money that's actually a good point and like Herman recognized right away what it was but Dolly told him she found it under a seat cushion and there was no need to <coughs> tell the police okay and this is where I kind uh. of have to respect it because Dolly also had a third lover. Which I'm like, how do you have the time? Because she has a diamond watch. She can keep time. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So this guy was some like Milwaukee dude where I'm like, now you're back in Milwaukee? Like, what's up? Literally hoes in different guy, area codes. Yeah, seriously, she's ludicrous. <laughs> and also, how long is that train? I don't know. Or maybe he was just from Milwaukee and moved to LA. But uh, either way, I'm not really sure. I mean, if you ever, this is just a, a lesson to everybody. Don't hop on a train or a plane or an automobile within reason for a lover. Unless it's like long distance start or anything like that. No, or that. Yeah, no. Um, no. I mean, they didn't have Tinder back then, but still, I'm like, Dolly, you have two lovers. Oh, yeah. And also, if you want a third one, get on when you're getting on the train to go to Milwaukee, the conductors are usually hot. Just be like, do you live in LA? Okay. <laughs> stop the train. Yeah. You want to uh, watch? Yeah, so- <laughs> you want to watch. So uh, this guy was named Roy Klum, and and this is just where she like really fucked it up. I mean, oh. she if she had just said nothing, she would have probably gotten away with it. A um, hundred. She already did. Yeah, she pretty much already did. 
So she told this guy Roy to dispose of the murder weapon in the La Brea tar pits. And this is what I also didn't understand. But like there was also a second gun, which she asked a neighbor to get rid of. That's what I don't get. I'm like, why do they have like, I don't know. I I wonder. Yeah. And I wonder if she was like, I was like, almost when I was like looking this up, I was like, was she trying to throw people off her trail? And I was like, no, because there wasn't a trail. She was done, but she's just now creating the map back to her. Yeah, like, I think that she was just foolish. Ashanti, she was foolish. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Classic tale. And I mean, also a classic tale, weirdly, the long distance, it doesn't work for everybody. So Roy and Dolly break up after she's like, hey, um, when you come to LA, want to throw this uh, murder weapon in the La Brea tar pits? You want to just toss them in there? (laughs) It's, It's LA tradition. You know, when people are like, oh, you have to get like, a dollar slice of pizza when you go to New York. When you're in LA, you gotta throw a gun in La Brea tar pits. It's just <laughs> it's what we do. It's what the locals do. It's like a, like a coin in the Trevi Fountain, but it's like a gun <laughs> yeah. in the tar pits. It's like, will it come true? And yeah. What you will wanted I to get come arrested? True? Yeah. Was your lover to be arrested? It came true, Roy. Yeah. It came true, Roy. Because Roy and Dolly broke up. He told police about the gun, and the police also find out about the watch. You know See, the this watch, is the yeah. problem also with like having a lot of lovers and then entrusting them with your like criminal doings is that if you break up, they're going to turn on you. Yes. And also they're going to get jealous that you have multiple lovers. True. And, uh, it's, it, it's messy. It's me- the game of love is messy. <laughs> Very messy. And also, <laughs> Holly, you got to pick. I don't know which of your lovers had the strongest arms. <laughs> you got to make sure the person you pick to throw the murder weapon in the La Brea tar pits got good aim because they found the gun near the tar pits. Yeah, which is like, come N- on. And do you think, because now I was wondering, did he miss or was he just like, I want to cover my ass if Dolly ever breaks up? That's a good question. I don't know. Because I know the tar pits, once they're in there, they're in there. You're not going to get. Yeah, you think maybe he is. Or is it like, um, like if you throw something in the ocean, it can wash up shore. Oh, is that how tar works? I don't know. That's the thing. <laughs> that is my question. I have no idea. <laughs> So they find that, and also a neighbor comes forward about the second gun. So now the police are like, okay, we got the watch, and we have two guns now? Yeah. What is going on here? Yep. So on July 12th, 1923, Dolly is arrested, but they can't explain how she locked herself in the closet, which locked from the outside. So charges are dropped, because they're like, that wasn't Christ in the attic. That wasn't God. That was just, that's the mystery. (laughs) Well, she is in custody, though. She asked her attorney to buy groceries which is weird because the house they would assume is empty because the only person she on paper lived with was her husband who was killed in a robbery so why are you just buying bananas to rot (laughs) interesting so it's then she's like oh oh yeah 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 wait wait wait. oh yeah otto this like teenager that i had in my attic in milwaukee took him to LA. he's still in the new house and he's living in the attic uh yeah so uh but of course you know um if it ain't broke don't fix it she told the lawyer that he would be bringing the food to her wait for it vagabond half brother you know the i'd classic- also be like you're you're not in the house you're in police custody your husband's dead and you're making your half brother sleep <laughs> in the attic like that's kind of cold Right? And also, can you ask your attorney, I guess, attorney, if you're paying them, I'm like, you can tell your attorney to yeah. buy groceries for you? What? And he's also her lover, so <laughs> he true. does whatever she wants. Hey, babe, 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 yeah. Can you get some oats? 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> so when Shapiro got there, Otto started telling him all about him and Dolly's sexcapades. And Which is so funny because he's. I think they wrote that he was like so starved for human interaction, but that and then he goes, "Hey, how are you doing? Here's like all the times I've been banging this lady. Like what? Yeah, right. And also there are. You know what? There are people that when you meet, there's no small talk. That's true. It's like that TikTok sound. Like I said, sing about me. You want to hear? And it's like, yeah. It just kind of like some people go all in, and that was Otto. <laughs> so Herman, obviously very mad because you know this was his lover. He thought. She gave yeah. me the watch that was in the cushion. I thought we had real love, Mary J. Blige. So he <laughs> kicks Otto out of a house that isn't his. Yeah, uh, which I'm like, why did Otto listen? I mean, probably because he was like, get me the fuck. Get someone tell me to go. Stunted. Yeah. And I almost wonder if it was one of those things. He was like, someone needs to tell me to leave this place so I can leave. So it could be. He left and he flees to Canada. God bless. Like uh, say. Uh, also, I'm sure, like, that's where he needed to go. He needed to go to a nice place. Canada's a nice place. Yes, but he didn't stay there. No, he did not stay there. So Herman and Dolly's relationship ends in 1930. This has been going on for a while now. And then he tells police about Otto living in the attic. And Otto had just moved back to L.A. at this time. Like, you should have stayed in Canada. I know. It's like that um, uh, Rilo Kali song, L.A. always lets me back in. You know, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to stay away. It's hard, pits. Uh, I guess There's so. There's a lot going on in Los Angeles that people love. So Otto is charged with murder, and Dolly is charged with conspiracy. I feel like Dolly should get charged with it, but, but who knows? But whatever. Uh, yeah. So, I feel like she mostly did this. She definitely yes. put up to it. They go to trial, and it becomes a big media story. The media dubs Otto Batboy and Batman <laughs> of Los Angeles because he lived in the attic. Also, the Batman like, comics you know, didn't exist at this time. That's interesting. Isn't yes, that so I think that's very funny. <laughs> and like also, so it's like, can he sue DC Comics? Probably not. Maybe. What if like the books he wrote made, you know what, who knows? That's know true. Yeah, what if he invented the Batman comics? Batman, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> but in, a, in an alternate world. Um, so she finally drops this unknown intruder story and then tells police that on the night he died, she and Fred argued Otto overheard and thought Fred would hurt Dolly, so he came down from the attic and shot him. Otto is actually found guilty by a jury of manslaughter. But there's one hiccup. Fred had died eight years earlier at this point, and the statute of limitation for manslaughter is seven years. So they had no choice but to drop the charges. What I don't get is that wouldn't they know that before going through the whole rigmarole of like <laughs> you know, a trial? You would think, at, at least in Law and Order, they know. Um, I always wonder that too. Yeah, because I'm yeah. like, why? Why did we even do this? Who was exactly? This for? I'm like, dang, you guys just wasted like so much time and probably taxpayer money. I don't know. So much time, but I guess this was right after Prohibition, so they didn't give a shit. I don't even fucking know. <laughs> um, so they just kind, of, so they, they literally just yeah. Were like, the okay, stock market had crashed. They're like, well, what else do we do? <laughs> Sit in a jury. TV is not around yeah. yet. Like I guess right? this is something. At least they get paid probably twelve cents a day back then. I don't know. And I, you know what? This probably isn't true, but I'll, <laughs> but I'll, I'll allegedly think some things. I wonder if it was like this story probably was like such great media fodder for the papers. So yeah. they could have like guilty and all the papers sold and then he can't go to jail day two. I mean, I'm Probably. sure, yeah, there was like mm -hmm. a lot of headlines about this. So 
he was freed, and Dolly was acquitted because of a hung jury. No, it wasn't a lover in the jury that was hung. That Stop. She took oh herself God. up with. <laughs> you never know with Dolly. You have to clarify with Dolly. That's true. That's it, true. It was a hung jury. Uh, and she found a new lover, Ray Burt Hedrick. You know what? They were together for 30 years and eventually got married in 1961. Damn, she was Maybe she reformed. changed her ways. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. She was. Ray Burt. Ray, she went from bat to Burt. Uh, and Dolly was 75 at the time and she passed away hmm. here's the thing she passed away two weeks after her wedding she's not meant for she's not meant to settle down she wasn't Some, meant for that life she's Samantha Jones she's like oh, yeah. no 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 that is not for me yeah I mean also a thing that probably did not happen but I wonder if Ray revenge is a dish best served cold did he do something about with Probably mm. not, but interesting. But I do, I do kind of like the idea that she just, you know, she's not made for commitment. She's, yeah, she belongs to the streets. She belongs she's to the streets. <laughs> and Otto, we don't know where he belongs because he left LA and disappeared. Uh, I mean, because he published a few books, got acquitted, or got the charges dropped. So he was like, yeah, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, uh, I'm out. He's the SpongeBob meme. All right, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he kind of, he lived enough life. I hope he just was able to be peaceful somewhere. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. What a... What a wild story. It was truly so crazy. And I was like, when I first clicked, I was like, oh, like a German, like German Milwaukee 1880s. I'm like, what is even going on? I was like, wow. Yeah. You're like, this really? is boring. But then you're like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's exciting. And then also I was kind of like, why isn't, why wasn't, um, I was shocked that there weren't more like, I'm like, there's not a show about her or something like that. You know what I mean? I know. That'd be great. Yeah. There was a couple of articles, but Nothing like, I think she did inspire like some movie. I think I saw it on the Wikipedia. Oh yeah, The Bliss of Mrs. Blossom, which was made for TV. Oh, and The Man in the Attic with Neil Patrick Harris and Lover in the Attic with Molly Burnett. There we go. Oh, but none of these films have Wikipedias. So TBD if they actually were like, I don't know where you could watch them or where they were released on and everything like that. And in every photo, like crime photo of her, the bitch is full on staring. (laughs) She's like, she's like, where's my camera? Yeah, let's talk about it. Well, she literally looks like when you get dressed up to take those old timey photos and you're not allowed to smile. Like that's what all the pictures are. (laughs) She really, she really, really does. Also, it's funny because like some of the articles described her as like a beautiful lady and some of them described her as like ugly, basically. Like they called her like comely or something. Um, So I just think that's funny too. And it is interesting too, because Herman and Otto wear the same glasses. So they look kind of similar. So So she had had a time. There was a a type there. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean like, I'm now going to be refreshing whores of yore for more. Yes. One more thing about Dolly. She was very dedicated to a hat. Extremely. Oh, and the boa? Yes. Uh, the boa we love. She, that's why, this is where all her secrets were kept, in her boa and her hat. Yeah, under that hat. And just, oh, and I a, little, And I guess what, it's also that thing, because I forgot back then, but I guess would that even matter in a crime photo? Well, I guess you wouldn't be like posing in any other way, where like, because photos, you couldn't just take a bunch, you had to look so serious in them and not smile. Mm-hmm. So she really worked that um, serious smize, if you will. Yeah, she, for she the crime photographer. can do a great smize. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> she can do a great smize. But you know who can do a great game? Jorge. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, happy Halloween, everyone. This Ooh. episode is coming out on Halloween Day. Um, oh, man. We should show something spookier. Appropriate 
This was pretty spooky, though. It's this basically you have a ghost living in your attic. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty spooky. And, and also, what's spookier than not knowing who you're married to? That's true. <laughs> true. That is pretty spooky. Or having your wife have a sex slave oh, yeah. <laughs> in the attic. That's pretty spooky. There's some layers to it. But for today's game, I thought we could play a little fun game about Halloween and spooky movies. So this is how it's going to work. I'm going to give you a famous quote from any number of spooky movies. So the first thing you're going to have to do is identify the movie that this quote is from. And then you will have a special bonus question from that movie. I hope you like your horror movies. Um, cool. I I never remember a single name of anything, so this will be great. But I do like this horror movies. Great. I want to see Smile. I hope one of them isn't that because I haven't seen that yet. But that looks really good. Oh, that that does look very good. Right. I want to oh. see it. Smile. And that new spooky. Megan movie. Uh, all right. Well, Sarah, you are up first. We'll give Danny a little bit of time to uh, get in touch <laughs> with his horror movies. Okay. Oh gosh. All right. Here is your first quote. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. What movie is this oh. from? Oh. Here's the thing, I don't watch movies. Um this does feel familiar. Is the Sandman a horror movie? I'm just gonna go go with that. It is not the Sandman. That is a pretty good guess, though. Uh the correct answer was a nightmare on Elm Street. Oh that makes Freddy sense. Freddy Krueger famously he uh invades your dreams and kills you in your dreams. Aha. Okay. All right, so here's your bonus question, Sarah. How did Freddy Krueger originally die? Was he drowned, hung, buried, or burned? I'm going to go with burned. That is correct. Oh, hey. well done, Sarah. Okay. Yeah. He does have a bunch of scars on his face. So. Oh, right. Okay. That explains a lot. Oh, I that thought that was from it. acne. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, that's a horror movie. Okay. This movie's great, by the way. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend. It's spooky, but it still holds up. It's super long. It's, um, I mean, super old. It is. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't know what what nightmare are you watching. <laughs> it is uh, famously Johnny Depp's first movie. Uh, so well, you get to see a very young, baby face Johnny before Depp. he became a piece of fucking shit. So if you want to go down a memory lane, and he, talk about who looks like a fucking horror movie now. Despite him being trash. I love That's all true. the tweets of how he looks like um, Susie from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so he funny. does. It is very funny. He also looks like if syphilis was a Halloween costume. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. He just like milk, that guy. <laughs> uh, all right, Danny. This next question is for you. Oh. Name the movie that this quote came from. The Power of Christ Compels You. Uh, the Exorcist? That is correct. Well done. And also Danny. probably saved a great movie too, but Oh yes. Have you not have you seen it? Oh yes. It's a great movie. It is so it's, cool. it's a classic. It really is. All right, here's your special bonus question. What religion do the pair of priests that carry out the exorcism belong to? Are they Lutheran, Catholic, Protestant, or Mormon? Lutheran? Incorrect, oh. Danny. Uh, they were Catholic. Catholic. Actually. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. I feel a like Lutherans are pretty chill, right? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Now, we never do a crime case about Lutherans. It's always Mormons or like some very extreme sect of Christianity. <laughs> right. Yeah, this was a little bit of a trick question because the family is Lutheran, but Ooh. they have to turn to Catholic priests because uh, the Lutherans can't 
solve. Do exorcism? Yeah, I can't oh, actually ex- ex- exercise the How deep. much did the scriptwriter get paid from the Catholic Church for that propaganda? <laughs> <laughs> Is that good PR for them? <laughs> that you need to try yeah. to cath- ca- only Catholicism can save your kids true. from the demon? Yeah. They saved yeah. the kid. They saved the life. It's Catholics. Oh my god. That also that movie inspired me to do yoga because she is flexible as fuck when she's passed. <laughs> I'm like, wait. <laughs> Why can't I? <laughs> you just have to sign your soul over to the devil, then ah. you'll be as flexible of her as her. Can I tell you? <laughs> yeah. All right, Sarah. It is your turn. Here is your quote. I am scared to close my eyes. I'm scared to open them. We're gonna this die again? out here. I'm like, wait, this that's again? from Sarah's journal. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I don't sleep. Um, we're gonna die out here. Um, I I never see horror movies. I don't know. Um, Amityville. I also horror? don't know what. Oh, incorrect. The correct answer was the Blair Witch Project. Oh, oh I forgot about that one. That shit's good. Okay, uh, it's a great movie. That is a classic. And this quote, I mean, the first time I watched this movie, and they said that I was like, "Oh my god, that's so scary! That's so creepy! Oh my god!" All right, here's your bonus question. How many of the three main characters of the movie survive? Spoiler alert. I don't even know how many characters there are in the movie. Um, <laughs> there's I don't three. Know. Let, three. Oh, there's three. Oh, um, I feel like one. None survive. Oh, Zero. wow. That's yeah. dark. Yeah, they, they all die. Um, a big part of the marketing for this movie was like these three kids went missing and the only thing we found was the footage i don't know if you guys remember yes, this but this they was marketed like, it as I, like I a documentary kind of yes. yeah right, right yes and it was all filmed with a shitty camcorder yeah. or whatever it, it's a great i think it was kind of genius marketing it freaked me the fuck everyone out everyone actually thought it was real <laughs> yes and out. i lived near the woods and i was like oh my god who's blair <laughs> who's blair we're just gonna get me yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sarah, well, 0 for 2 there, um, but there's still more to come. All right, Danny, this question is for you. Um, here's your quote. Come and play with us, Danny, forever oh, and ever. Oh, come and on. Ever. The Shining. That is correct. Well that done. That shit freaked me out That is so That much. one is scary. Sisters. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, here's your bonus question. What is the name of the hotel where the movie takes oh, place? Fuck. Oh, fuck. Was it the Brown Palace, the Downtown Standard, the Overlook, or the Versailles. Oh, I know it's like room three one. Oh, um, the Overlook. That is correct. Oh, okay. <laughs> well done. It is the Overlook. Uh, that movie. Uh, I've only watched it once because I've never been able to actually like. It, cre- it creeped me out so much the first time. I've never been able to rewatch it. I accidentally watched it when I was a kid, and my mom yeah, home was mistakes. like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> but then it had me run around. Uh, like I would always run in circles when I would be in the snow because I was scared if someone would follow me. Oh, yeah. What a creepy movie. Oh and uh, Jack Nicholson uh, in his prime, too. Oh, yeah. Here's Johnny. Oh, yeah. Great movie. Oh, okay, Sarah, this next quote is for you. Here's your quote. We must find the book, brew the potion, and suck the lives out of the children of Salem before sunrise. Is this Hocus Pocus? That is correct. It is Hocus Pocus. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was like, oh, I needed oh, that. um i actually just watched this movie for the first time two days ago wow uh it's a great movie i had a lot of fun wait the first one or the second one the first one i haven't i haven't seen the second second one one yet either but it's cute i heard the second one is bad but i heard it's like okay it was fun yeah 
Um, and Sarah Jessica Parker too. I, I like. Oh, yeah. For some reason, I never considered her to be a person before Sex and the City. And yeah. she's so young, oh, yeah. too. She's so yeah. young. She's like 25 or something. She's super young. Um, all right. Here's your bonus question. Max and Danny's mother dresses up as which famous person for Halloween? Is it Meryl Streep, Madonna, Stevie Nicks, or Cher? Ooh, good question. Um, I don't think it's Meryl Streep. Because like, what about her is like necessarily identifiable? Madonna, Stevie Nicks, or Cher. Um, these are all good Halloween costumes. I think I'm going to go with, well, Stevie they Nicks are. feels like the most Halloween-esque. But I'm going to go with Madonna. That is correct. Oh. Well done. Yeah. And I think Madonna is also the most iconic dressed with the, you know, the, the little triangles, cones. Yes, I was <laughs> definitely yeah. Madonna for Halloween one year. Oh, 100%. As you should. <laughs> All right. Well, it is a tie game. And Danny, this is the last question. So Fuck. it's yours to win or lose right here. In the well, no one will see Samara. The ring. That is correct, that, Danny. Fuck. Oh, my God. That movie was really scary. Wait. And also... Oh, no. That, I was thinking of The Grudge. Okay, never mind. But the, I know, the ring, the ring, the ring. But I'll, I'll tell it my story after that. It is the ring. And here's your bonus question. Rachel had to do what to the tape to save her son? She had to, like, bring it back to the girl, right? Or, like, put it in the original mo- TV, right? Well, do you want to hear the options? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> also, now I'm mixing it up with the scary movie spinoff of The oh, Ring. Oh, yeah. I think so that's what you're I'm thinking. Like, okay, but right, go here, on. Here are your options. Did she have to burn it? Copy it? Bury it? Or destroy it? Oh, I think she had to copy it. She had to copy it. Yes. That's correct. Okay. She had to yeah, copy it? Uh, spread yeah she had, to, she had spread to spread the, the message the message of samara so she Which had to implicate like, more people to die that's fucked up yeah yeah, yeah that's fucked up or that's fucked your up. son will die wow yeah, pretty fucked up that samara's just naughty girl yeah she's well. branding she's <laughs> like hey you know what yeah <laughs> well daddy you have won today's game Ooh. congratulations you know your halloween movies better than sarah well done ah, it's true <laughs> Spooky spice. Spooky spooky. <laughs> well, well I hope fun. you guys all have a happy Halloween too. And like, I mean, I feel like most people, I mean, if you're dressing up, let us know if you're dressing up as anything fun or if you're just eating candy on the couch. That's kind of like, I feel like the new Halloween energy that you bring it to. But uh, yeah, let us know also your thoughts on Horrors of Yore and all this episode because it was super <laughs> so great and super like, kind of like a different than we usually do, but we really enjoyed it. But you can obviously let us know all that and more in the Facebook group, Not Another True Crime group. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Not Another True Crime, where Sarah does really fun trivia, games every day, and everything like that. It's a really good time. And yeah. you can follow me on Instagram at Casmer Danny, Casmer with a K. You can follow me, Sarah Lameem. And thanks for listening. We'll be back next time. Not Another True Crime podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com. Betches.